Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Outer Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would just like to thank the following tier 5 patrons and channel members for supporting the channel. Fallen Angel. Buzz Kennington, Data Magnet, and Bob the Dragon. Thank you again, and now on to the story. Story number one. Humans are weird. Pop-ups. Written by Betty Adams. The bright noonday sun shone down on the recreation area. Travel streams wandered lazily around the various surfaces before gathering in a central pool. The water sparkled with artificial cleanliness as it moved and Seven Flap wrinkled his nose flaps in irritation at the near blinding light he reflected. He supposed the health regulations required sterile water, but it was so clearly unnatural that it set his sensory horns tingling. He gave the horns an idle rub with one wing hook as he used the other to position the meal orb better on his teeth. The orb was a positive delight compared to the usual half-formed buds they got in their home station. It tasted tree-grown. No matter what the nutritional said about the chemical content, he always could taste the difference between the tree and vat-grown batches. He idly rotated the orb, licking up the outer layer as the fluid beaded on the side. His attention was drawn to a pair of humans who appeared to be sneaking across the recreation yard. The sight of a sneaking human was always entertaining to watch. The behemoth shouldn't have any chance of stealth, and yet a well-trained human could move below the ambient sound threshold with surprising ease. He grinned as he listened to their whispered conversation. They were clearly not well-trained. The humans were crouched down below the ridge on one of the artificial hills. They were clearly not bothering to hide themselves from anyone at elevation, so that the object of their focus must be fed it up. There were no shatar on the grounds at the moment, and the gathering was so oblivious to this kind of sunlight that there would be no reason to sneak around them. Seventh Flap followed their trajectory for a moment and then followed it out. As he had expected, there was a pair of undulates ambling along the edge of the stream on the other side of the ridge from the humans. Adding the vectors made it clear that the humans intended to intercept them where the long hill ended. Seven Flap gave his meal orb another lick, and the taste came up empty. He grunted and tucked the empty orb into his carry pouch. He took to wing and caught the thermal that allowed him to perch on a much better view of the Vacta meat. The humans had paused and pulled something out of the sack. They looked like helmets of some sort. They had clearly been modified to resemble a gaping maw of some predatory species. The humans donned the helmets and dropped down, resting in their hands on the ground. Seventh Flap stared at an astonishment. The literature on humans and everything that he'd personally seen indicated that they were strictly bipedal. But these two were scrambling along as easily as the gathering. They had altered their vectors several times by this point, and he was beginning to suspect that he was wrong about their intended destination. But they increased their horizontal speed and reached the end of the hill, several body lengths ahead of the undulated. There, the humans stopped 
I crouched in a predatory manner. Seventh Flap felt a prickle of unease run across his horns. While he didn't know any of the individuals involved, he was fairly certain that the humans bore the undulates no ill will. However, that was a very predatory pose. He shook out his horn and firmly reminded himself that if a human wanted to harm an undulate, they hardly needed to sneak up on them to do it. Still, he watched closer. The undulates rounded the curb and the hill and the humans pounced. That is to say, they both pounced about three wings forward, raised their hands over their heads and emitted a low, rumbling sound. The undulates idly turned to the humans and gave happy sort of wiggle greeting. The humans stood there uncertainly and finally returned the gesture with a wave. The darker undulate lifted a few appendages curiously. Is this a normal greeting for your subculture, human acquaintance Smythe? the undulate asked. I have not seen one like it before. Um, no, the human replied in surprised tone. Well, thank you for sharing a rare greeting with us, the angelet replied. My colleague regrets that she cannot converse with you, but she has not yet learned English. No probs, the human reassured them. Have fun on your mamble. After a few more cursory exchanges, the undulates did indeed continue on. The humans stood there for a few moments longer before taking off in a modified helmets and exchanging confused glances. Seventh Flap was feeling generous now that he had a full belly and decided to relieve the confusion. He took to wing and came up behind them, making sure to stay in the overlap of the blind spots. He went into a glide just outside of the hearing and dove. The humans were caught completely unaware as he latched onto the center one's back. The human's response was more than satisfactory. Seventh Flap wasn't aware that grown human males could generate sounds that high in register. The reaction, however, was short-lived, and the scream quickly turned to laughter. Who are you? demanded the other human. I am Seventh Flap, he replied, and I thought I'd answer your question. My question is that, the human he was clinging to asked, why you failed to get a jump reaction out of the undulates? Seventh Flap explained, as he detached and circled them until one held out a hand for him to perch on. Yeah, the human who had landed on replied. Why was that? Did they see us coming? No, Seventh Flap replied. Your stealth was more than sufficient for an undulate. Then why? the human asked, with a wave in the direction of the still ambling undulates. There are no predator species on their planet, Seventh Flap explained, pulling his face into a smug grin. They have no jump-scare reflex. I must say that it would be nice to have people that we can really play with on base now. He took off and let them ponder that. As he flew out of hearing range, he heard one human say to the other, What uh, do we just get ourselves into? End of story. Story number two. Allergies. Written by Rosie013. Richard sneezed for the millionth time in the close confines of his helmet. He hated having allergies. It was a straw that broke the camel's back, the crowning misery on an already difficult quest. When he had set out on his loyal stallion, gleaming plate armor reflecting the morning sun as the crowds of peasants cheered his passing through the western gate, towards the distant mountains, just like the bards sang about. Then the hardships came quick and fast. His beloved horse 
is dead. His lance discarded after being splintered and broken. His armor was dented and showed signs of hasty repair. Even his magnificent sword was notched along its length with heavy use. And now, he couldn't stop sneezing, ruining what was probably his last advantage, surprise and stealth. But Richard was not going to turn back now. He had an oath to uphold, an oath to defend his father's kingdom from any and all threats. The dragon that had been snatching cattle was no exception. Still sneezing, he cautiously advanced into the mountainous lair. Short, sharp sounds echoed down the cave entrance, roused the mighty dragon from its shallow slumber. Not orcs again! No, orcs made much deeper sounds, even when they were trying to be sneaky. Curious, the dragon went to investigate. Rounding the corner, he came across the intruder. He was alone, human. Recoiling in disgust, the dragon hurriedly pushed past and took to the skies outside. He would have to migrate to one of his other caves until the vermin moved along. Unlike others of his kind, he did not view humans as a convenient snack. For some other reason, eating them made his face swell and his stomach moan in agony. He hated having allergies. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment, just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.